0: podcast i'm renee and i'm ashley and this is the podcast about friends with two best friends talking about friends by friends and for friends
1: like by us made by us friends for you friends about friends
0: what's that acronym what (laughs) (laughs) whatever the words you just said what's the acronym instead of fubu
1: fubu for us by us Fubu. Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> I,
0: thought, I thought that's what <sighs> you were referencing. I wasn't even aware of
1: how hip I was being. Oh, well, I don't know if I would call that hip. The 90s are back in a big way, so I <laughs> would. I would call it hip. You are hip. the 20 years <laughs> Um, hey, I regret to inform you, Renee, um, but I know last podcast um, you'd said you don't identify as a millennial. Hey, don't tell you. millennials are twenty-two to thirty-seven. So. Oh, I
0: know that's what they technically are, but I you're don't. Right up in there. Oh it yeah, fair enough. It doesn't make sense. We don't. We aren't them.
1: Fair enough. I, I mean, but all we ever hear is negative stuff about millennials. So who would want to identify as one? we're technically old millennials. I think we're kind of our own because 22 year olds don't make me do quick math, but I feel like that's very different than having like grown up in the, like been born in the eighties, grown up in the nineties. Like, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Anyway. Well, if they were only 22, they literally don't remember time without technology. They don't remember um, time without cell phones really. Do they though? I think they might. Barely. Like maybe when they were babies, their parents only had flip phones because we've okay. had cell phones for 20 years. That doesn't mean that they had them, but I, I hear what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Just like it was like a normal part of their everyday where it was like happening well, Before yeah, that's but that's eyes. what I'm questioning. Like I don't know if
1: it was every day just yet, like not like it is now obviously. But they say that like what is it, Gen Z is the current ones and they literally have never known a time without technology um and have like it's just like very 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 different. So I do think that maybe in the grand scheme of things, the young millennials are more similar to our uh, us as old millennials than we'd even want to admit. Mm,
0: I'm not admitting we'll it. Moving okay. on. <laughs> Moving fair on. Not comfortable with this
1: topic. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, let's talk about a com- topic that you are comfortable with.
0: A topic I am comfortable with is season one, episode six. The one with the uh, butt. I love that topic. The one with the butt. This is a great with episode. This is the first episode that does not open in Central Park. Yes, I.
1: I mean, it's only six episodes in, so almost I six it, like, episodes in. <laughs> I
0: know.
1: I've got to say, from here on out, I feel like I really like these episodes now. Like totally we've agree. we've moved past the awkward. It didn't take mm-hmm. long. Like kudos to you guys. Six, like half a season, and or whatever six episodes was, and you're like, you know, the, it's all fun and good now. I don't know if it's because we know what's about to happen, but yeah, I'm I'm really excited for every episode.
0: No, I agree. I think they've all really settled into their own. In yeah. this episode, it feels like it could have been in season six or seven. Yeah, um, totally. Because it just, they are who they are now. And I love that. Like Ross isn't being so annoying and like, I don't know. It's just better. It's great. It's, it's actually great. Really I it. good. I've got to
1: say, so I know I've shouted out this show before and it's not what this shows, is, what our podcast is about. So I will let it go soon. But um, in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, there's like, I don't remember. Look, don't quote me on this one. It's not what we're, you know, the research here, but he's like, oh, oh, he was like, okay, so it's Terry Crews and Andy Samberg. And he's like, you're not that kind of friend. You're just like a work friend. And Andy Samberg is like, I'm every friend. I'm Phoebe. I'm Joey. I'm Chandler. What's the dinosaur one? And Terry Crews is like Ross, man. And he was like, Sorry, I didn't know you were such a Ross head. <laughs> just feel like Andy, we're gonna borrow that. And we're gonna. I'm a Ross head myself. You so are a Ross you head. Said, Total Ross head. The Rossitron.
0: I also feel like this is one of the first episodes where Ross isn't like the focus. Yeah, that's a really good – it's not about him and his divorce and his baby and all that. Yeah, and him loving Rachel. Like, he's very much a a second player in this one. Yeah,
1: Yeah. you're right. It totally features Joey and Chandler
0: Mm -hmm. mostly,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah, and Monica.
0: And Monica, yeah. Um, Mon. Mon. But, yes, we (laughs) open up, and they're at Joey's horrible Freud play, which is, like, Freud the musical – <laughs> I have no idea, but I'm sure there's all sorts of crappy low rent plays happening all over Manhattan at any given moment. And yeah, this is for fun. sure. All sorts of struggling artists just trying to make a buck.
1: I've got to say, um so I've mentioned before that the version that I can access um, for free online is the like TV edit mm-hmm. and in the one. So, you know, you guys know that we do our homework and watch the episodes like right before we talk about them rewatch. Cause we've seen this a million times. Um, and the one that I've got access to, it cuts it off after he sings. It, do- it doesn't do his tap dancing. Oh,
0: which is the best part. Which is,
1: like rude. I know. His like little shuffle, like, ch- ch- <laughs> like it cuts that whole thing off. So yeah, so I missed it on the tap dance, but don't think I don't know it by heart. <laughs> so oh. if you have the TV edit and that's all you've ever seen, there's some tap dancing by Matt LeBlanc that you're missing.
0: Yes. It's worth looking up. I'm sure we could find a YouTube video.
1: Or you could, because I'm sure you know how to use Google, because you're probably a millennial.
0: Right. <laughs> this is not I mean an anti, this is not millennial way. hate, anti millennial talk. Not at all. Not at, a at all. Keeping it a positive. All are welcome. All are welcome. As long as you were born after, before 1994 and alive when Friends was happening in real time. No. I'm just kidding. All are welcome. Okay. Most are welcome.
1: We love you, Gen Z. You've been through enough.
0: Maybe. No, we do love you. I'm just kidding. I'm being sassy. You Um, are being very sassy. I know. It's the weekend, man. I'm just, you know, loose. Um, This is the first time I feel like we hear Chandler do his blah, 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 because he sees that pretty girl across the way and they're like, go talk to her. And he's like, well, what would I say? And he kind of does that. Yeah, I'm Chandler. Blah. Yeah, exactly. like whatever. Yeah, like when Joey does that impression of him later on. Um, yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. When Phoebe's like, "You, you know, you always see these like beautiful girls with these like nothing guys. You could be one of those guys." And yeah, yeah. I feel like that is so true. Do you remember when we went on a cruise in college, and it was like the entire ship was filled with beautiful women and like subpar chubby guys.
1: Um, I feel like that – I don't specifically remember that on our cruise, but I remember that from having eyeballs and walking around the world every day of my life. Right, from
0: life. (laughs) Well, I also don't know why the dad bod thing was even a thing. Like women are only praised for being perfect, but men are praised for having dad bod? No way. Not fair. Yeah. Like
1: whatever. Do you. Look how you want. But if you're a fat middle-aged man – like, you better go tell your wife how much you love her, and it has nothing to do with her appearance. Every day you better tell her. She's putting up with your fat butt. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's just my take on it.
0: So Chandler wants to be one of those <laughs> fat middle-aged dads. Right. That Ashley doesn't like. But I just I don't make excuses for her. Aurora. Yes,
1: Aurora, who is Italian or Israeli or we don't know. She's... Yes, she is apparently Israeli that we learn later. Well, no, she's Italian, but then she was in the Israeli Army. but do you
0: know what? Which I don't it doesn't make sense. Well you
1: like she could be like I could join the New Zealand Army, right? I don't if they mm-hmm. had one. no
0: all all women, all people that turn 18 in Israel, join the israeli army like you don't have a choice yeah so i don't know why some italian would just go join Well,
1: what if you were like 18 and did a gap year and then just decided to join the army like she i don't know i don't think it was as big of a scandal as it was like they got it wrong like yeah maybe but also like people join armies in different countries like she could have been a refugee we don't know
0: maybe
1: i'm just saying anyway so
0: either way not a fan of aurora personally Are you not
1: You are? I'm not like a fan, but she's not like on my annoying
0: extras list. What? she's on my annoying extras list because I don't – she, you know, is talking about her amazing life and then she brings up Rick and Chandler's like, well, who's Rick? And she's like, well, my husband.
1: Right. Okay, so you don't like the whole like like, polyamorous aspects of Aurora. That's fair.
0: No, I do not because here's my thing. If you want to just date around, go for it. Why'd you bother getting married? It seems like it's mixed messages. Okay. I don't really get it. That's fair.
1: I I don't I guess yeah, I guess it doesn't um uh her character doesn't bother me. I will say her character has great arms. She's gorgeous. The, Absolutely. Oh, not just gorgeous. Her arms are great. Like this I and I also feel like this was the time where like do you remember Billy Blank's Tybo? I think like she might've been on that. <laughs> I mean, I remember
0: Tybo. I didn't know the entire official name. You don't remember Billy blanks. Well, no. I remember the commercials
1: with Billy blanks. Yeah. Anyway, she must've been on that Tybo flow. Cause she, her arms are great, <laughs> but yeah, fair enough. Um, she's not like a fave character for sure. And yeah, so she, as Renee said, like has a husband, has another boyfriend on the side is trying to add Chandler to her, like already very busy schedule, which to me just like, just like the time maintenance of it alone is like, ugh, I know.
0: Exhausting. I'm like, did she not have a job? Does she not like have <laughs> hobbies? Well, maybe she doesn't have a
1: job with all these men providing for her.
0: Maybe, but you know, she like talks about her other, I'm going to go on a limb and use shorty on the side. Oh, yes, of course. Um, another Chandler basically. Cause they're just like hooking up and hanging out yeah. and she, not boyfriend, not husband, just like lover, I guess. Yeah. Um and so she needs another lover. I mean, it just seems one seems a little greedy. Yeah, a little greedy. A little greedy Aurora. A little greedy and like yeah, I just don't get if she just wanted to like date for guys, like that is honestly her business, I don't really care, but I don't see the point of getting married if you're going to have a boyfriend and two two flings at the same time. Like, I just don't get it.
1: It's like, it's like, what void are you trying to fill, Aurora? Like, maybe we talk, maybe like, let's figure out that first.
0: But what makes me so happy is that like at first Chandler thinks he's cool with it. And then he's like, you know, actually like I do want the other stuff. I want like the relationship part. And that's really sweet. And that he breaks up with this absolutely beautiful woman and he doesn't dwell on it for too long. Like even at the end of the episode, I kind of would have expected him to be like, pretty bummed about it but he's like talking about it with ross for a minute and then he moves on
1: yeah good on you chandler's right. character
0: <laughs> he is good on him yeah so that is like kind of like a little thing floating in the back of the episode um what the overarching situation is is we've got joey tap dancing to freud yeah with the people in the body did you notice the people in the body uh straight jackets at the end no because it was cut out of my version
1: Oh, no, it's before, it's when they, like, take a bow. Oh, no, I didn't know that. Everyone's wearing a straight oh, jacket except him. It's
0: hilarious. And, okay, let's go back and watch that. You have to watch that again. But um, Joey gets a message that an agent wants to meet with him, which I'm guessing is not Estelle, because we don't see Estelle. But it remember. says it's Estelle
1: Leonard Talent Agency.
0: Oh, did it? I must have missed that part. Yeah,
1: they said Estelle Leonard Talent Agency. Oh, so
0: he we don't says, meet Estelle. We don't yet. meet Estelle,
1: No. And
0: we find out that Estelle, his agent, got him a gig as Al Pacino's butt. Yep. So he's the butt double. He's the butt double. And so Joey comes over and is telling everybody, and he's doing all these Al Pacino quotes that I don't know. Neither. So I looked it up, and it's a movie called And Justice for All from 1979. Oh, okay. Yeah. With Al Pacino also got jeffrey tambor and greg t nelson oh i don't know who greg t nelson is but i love me some jeffrey tambor greg t nelson was coach and he was the dad in parenthood okay i've not seen oh, Parenthood. oh sorry i was saying greg it's craig i can't read i have the words right in front of me
1: wait greg t craig t nelson is coached <laughs> from like the the old tv That's show that. coach the tv
0: show coach yeah oh funny wait you haven't watched parenthood
1: I know. I feel like we've talked about this already.
0: We might have. We're adding that to the list of things, even though I don't understand. I don't feel like I'm like a huge, I've not seen all the shows, but. No, that one's older.
1: I just missed it. I was like watching something else probably. It's great. Yeah. I've heard good things. Can I get it here in New Zealand? TBD. TBD. I can't watch. I can't watch this is us, which really bums me out because I
0: I haven't watched this is us.
1: (sighs) I want to, it sounds so good.
0: I want to wait until it's over because I feel oh, like, yeah. be like Parenthood will all want to be in control of how much drama I want to have at one time.
1: Um, Is Lorelai Gilmore in Parenthood?
0: She is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, She's I one know. Of the daughters. Okay. And Dax Shepard. Oh, okay. Oh, Dax. Hi, Dax. Mm-hmm. And other people that are great. You should watch it. Okay. So I will. Um, okay. But uh, all that to say, yeah, so and Justice for All. Apparently is the Al Pacino movie they're quoting about, yeah. You're out of control. I'm out of control, you're out of control. This whole courtroom's out of control. Right. Must be a legal drama, I'm guessing, based on the title and the allusion to <laughs> a courtroom. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, so then he basically gets fired from his butt job because he keeps clenching. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> says, funny. Like, I think his butt would be angry here. I just died. Like It's so hilarious to think of somebody like being a butt double and trying to act natural. I don't know. I just wouldn't be able to do that.
1: No, definitely not. Definitely not. Um, Did you? I don't know if you noticed this. I actually never noticed this before. But in the shower scene, when they're Mm -hmm. like, lose the shorts, and he's like, losing the shorts. um, And it just shows him standing in front, like stand, it shows him like, like, waist up standing in the shower. Um, but if you look against the shower wall, you can totally see a silhouette of Matt LeBlanc in boxer shorts. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like very obvious. I guess, like I said, I've never seen it before, but if like now that if you go back and look, you'll totally notice it. That's
0: so funny. I've never noticed that Hmm. before. I mean,
1: I guess what was I thinking? Like Matt LeBlanc was actually standing there nude. No,
0: (laughs) Right. but you know,
1: just funny to like see it and be like, oh.
0: I always think about that, like, I mean, I have no idea how they do it from a production standpoint, like, people are supposed to kind of be naked, and it, or it looks like they're naked, but I'm like, they can't really be naked, right? Like, that would be so awkward.
1: Um, I do feel like, I actually feel like a lot of women are expected to actually be naked. I don't know about men.
0: Oh. Well,
1: wow. but I do feel like a lot of women are expected to just be naked for the rest. I know that's a good question. Any celebs out there that want to give us your hot <laughs> tips about how this works? Maybe. I mean, I know we have Mindy Kaling writing in from before. So maybe uh-huh. Mindy, you know, while you're emailing, if you could just just include that. Yeah. Please just also like clear the air on that one.
0: Mm-hmm. That'd be great. Thanks, Mindy. Appreciate you. Lylas. Yeah. So, so Joey gets fired from his butt job. Oh. But, you know, we move on. We move on. We move on. Um, the only other, like, funny little thing in the the butt thing, I mean, I don't know what's funny. I thought it was funny. But they're talking about, like, if this is Joey's, like, true shot. Right. And I was like, I don't know. You, I think you'll feel it. Like, you'll know when it's your shot. And then Phoebe's like, I don't know if you only get one shot. And all I could, I, like, instantly had Lose Yourself by Eminem stuck in my head. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's still in my head, actually. Mom, spaghetti. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you only get one shot. Gosh, according that to was Eminem. So... And Phoebe and Phoebe
1: Cujaro and Eminem are just so on the same page.
0: Well, no, Phoebe was saying, "I don't know if you only get one shot." She's like, "Maybe you get multiple shots," but Marshall oh. is like, "You only get one." He's like, "Just one." Maybe that's what inspired Eminem to write Probably. that song,
1: M. And write into us and let us know. Is this what inspired you to write your song? Was it
0: your childhood in Detroit or was it the TV show Friends? Let was us know. Was it
1: watching during your childhood in Detroit? Yeah, write us and let us know. Um, I can't remember which – because I, I didn't, like, write, you know, very detailed notes. But um, Chandler at some point says, My eyes! My eyes! And I can't remember what he's referring to when he says it, but he says it, and it was exactly the same inflection like Phoebe. as exactly when Phoebe catches. Spoiler alert: Chanika and what is that there? <laughs> should that should that be their celebrity name? I think it's great, Chanika. Okay. We're calling him Chanika because how precious. So Monica and Chandler um, end up hooking up. And it's when Ross is over at Ugly Naked Guy's apartment trying to like get the lease. And she sees through the window back into the girl's apartment. She sees Chanika um, hooking up. And she's like, my eyes, my eyes. And so I wonder if she remembered it from this um and it's just kind of playing off but yeah i can't remember why he says it but he sticks his head in the
0: bathroom when joey is in there for some reason that's it that's exactly it he goes and i don't remember why either
1: yeah um i can't remember why he's trying to get hold of joey but he oh no he comes in and asks for the candles and um Monica's like oh they're in the bathroom I wouldn't go in there Joey's in there and he's like we're roommates which by the way that doesn't mean you can walk in on that person in the bathroom yeah. Chandler you perv <laughs> Seriously. Like, I have plenty of roommates I still don't want them like joining me in it the bathroom
0: still appropriate to knock at all so.
1: times he brought that on himself but anyway yeah that's what it is he like walks in on Joey allegedly moisturizing his butt <laughs> can you imagine
0: no I can't
1: I can't either It's
0: so funny. So my favorite little thing about this episode is really not a major plot line, but I just, it hits home and I love it, is when we kind of first see Monica's OCD kind of blossom. Ah. Because I absolutely love this character quirk for her. I think it's so good and she does such a good job of trying to be laid back, but she just is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Like, And it gets better and better. Throughout the entire show, yeah, it does. But um, I mean, I am Monica, as as we yeah. previously discussed. I'm not quite as like OCD as she is. No, you're um, not. You're not. But I still understand pretty much everything she when <laughs> she's like, "Oh, what's the ottoman doing over here?" Well, just for fun, let's put it back where it belongs. Okay, I think it looks good there too. Guess we'll just leave it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I can imagine you doing that to Matt yeah, or something. Yeah, unfortunately, but like, I think I do. But you don't, like, make your friends eat cookies over the sink. <laughs> like, you're not neurotic, but I think you you are, like, you do, like, control. And, you know, you feel like you're, you've are you thought things through. And so it's like, well, this is the best way. Yeah. Why would we do it otherwise? Right.
0: I'm just going to say I like things in a certain way. Yeah. But that's okay. Um, but when they're trying to, like – Coax her into doing something because she's like, I'm a kook. And they're trying to convince her to do something. (laughs) I really think that Ross's example is a horrible example. And maybe this is me being OCD. I don't know. But he's like, the (laughs) phone bill comes. You don't pay it. You even wait until they send you a notice. And she's like, Well, why would you do that? And that's my question. Why would you do that? That's just like a ding on your credit score. That's just fiscally irresponsible. It's fiscally irresponsible. So, like, maybe you just like. I don't know. Do something else. Coopie. Good. Good point. Like why would Ross, that
1: is not a very Ross character as a Ross head. (laughs) That is not a very Ross characteristic to be promoting. So like, um, fiscal irresponsibility. Yeah. He's so fiscally responsible. So you're totally right. Like, why not pay something? Like maybe instead it's just like don't organize your shoes so much in right. your closet. Like, like that would be a good addition
0: the sink, you don't wash it. Like that's I feel like more up the alley. Not like or don't like, pay your Rachel's you example your bills and just like a crawler. <laughs> don't pay rent like what Ross this is a horrible
1: but you're right like Rachel's example is so good when she's like you let me go shopping and she's like that's fine and she's like I'm not finished (laughs) I buy I don't buy the easy pour spout detergent Mm -hmm. why would anyone do that like that's a much better example so yeah point
0: point Rachel Rachel good job um yeah I just love it. That is a funny scene though
1: Because you're a coo. You're a <laughs>
0: and then She, at the very end, like, leaves her shoes out there. And then she's, like, tossing and turning and thinking uh, about leaving the shoes. So Which funny. It's so funny because I kind of forgot about that part. And as I was rewatching it, I saw the shoes, like, perfectly leaned up against each other. Like, someone had, like, yeah. positioned them. They did not look kicked yeah, off yeah. in any way, shape, or form. And I was like, what are those shoes doing there? Did, like, someone on the crew miss that? And then I realized <laughs> like, it was leave their part their shoes? of the thing. Um they wanted you to see it yeah I definitely leave my shoes out and so I'm not that bad
1: uh I that's like my one I hate it when people leave shoes out like thanks you've just left left them there for me to trip over like shoes should get put like I'm not saying like go like file them away in your closet or file whatever you do with shoes in like a, <laughs> you know, don't you follow your, come home after a long day, follow your shoes. <laughs> I sound like my dad. He probably says that. Um, I just, like my my gripe with my boyfriend is like he walks in, takes off his shoes and like th- he's a tall man. He's got big shoes. Like keep them out of the mm-hmm. walkways. Like just put them off to the side is all I ask. Like I don't care if they're like perfectly filed. Just St- sticking I'm with filing. now. <laughs> gonna lean into it um yeah I just feel like don't have them like in in like obvious walkways that's my only ask thank you I did like yeah he's I think TBD if he thinks it's fair or not we'll see next time we hang out
0: well I guess that's true let
1: us know how that goes in the next episode I, I bet you guys are gonna just be like biting your nails until I tell you. no, um, I actually brought it up with him last time we were on vacation together, and uh, he thought it would be funny to then, like, for the next three days, purposely leave them like like in the entrance to the shower, like in like like next to my side of the bed, like that kind of thing. but then, um, then he stopped. so it was like, ha, your jokes are so funny. And then he stopped doing it. So to
0: be fair, I, th- I think that's funny. And I probably would have, if I was there, I would have helped him think of new places to put them. You would have. You're so mischievous. You're such a I kook. I am such a kook. Leave shoes out. <laughs> it's basically it. That's the only like crazy thing I do. And I never pay my bills. Well, that's fine. As per Ross's suggestion.
1: Yeah, because, you know, tax evasion's
0: it's hilarious. So <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're just kidding, IRS. She pays her taxes. Trust Leave me, I pay
0: my taxes. Goodness gracious. I take it. <laughs> pay my taxes and some. Sometimes it feels that way,
1: but that's never fun. Fun fact, because I know that everybody here is here to listen about taxes. Um, if you live overseas, you still pay taxes. So I actually just sent mine off recently. Oh, that sounds like fun. Everyone everyone here is like, what? Your U.S. taxes? I'm like, don't well, get me so started. Well, that's so you can't like try
0: to go live somewhere and have yeah. tax evasion.
1: Yeah, but I pay taxes in New Zealand, um, so they should just leave I me should. alone. But whatever skis, skis. Look, I'm just trying to segue into the next. I'm trying to segue away from taxes.
0: <laughs> oh, we don't. This is now a tax podcast. <laughs> the worst tax podcast in the history of tax podcasts. <laughs> from two people who know nothing about taxes comes the new tax podcast. <laughs> Move to another country so they can't find you.
1: <laughs> no, they still will. That's my point. Don't worry. Episode one. Our tactic didn't work. <laughs> episode one. We need a new a new podcast topic. We need a new podcast. Okay, back to friends. But, but I, we'll just stick with friends. Stick with what we know. Oh, something else I wanted to say about um, Joey's shower scene when he's the butt. Um, so in this episode, they like they like pan the camera around and you can see like crew members and um, I don't know what I assume (laughs) must be like the grip because I don't know what that is. And um, like cameramen and stuff like that. That And I'm pretty sure it's like their actual crew, which I think is awesome because it's like, hi guys, look at you. Like episode, season one, episode six, like this is the very beginning and you're in it like for 10 more seasons. So like, hello, thanks for the hard work nice to see you I just thought it was cool yeah like or quit I mean there's life events but you know for the most part there's life events it's true people change their jobs yeah but like you know in general it's just cool to I don't know I like that they did that so early on and hi guys that's all
0: Um, I'm really excited for the next episode okay Dr. Dre (laughs) I'm just gonna (laughs) load this up with rap quotes now that I've said shorty on the side (laughs) It's a tax podcast with a hip hop flair.
1: I is, would listen to that. There's definitely a gap in that market, but like actually, there for that. actually, if what is Fifty Cents' real name? I know this.
0: I don't. Oh my god! I
1: just recently City. watched him on um that other funny guy, Jimmy Fallon. What is Fifty Cents' real name? It is Curtis Jackson. Thank you, Mr. Jackson. Um, he's like <laughs> Mr. Entrepreneur, and so I feel like if there were to ever be a tax podcast with a hip hop flair, Curtis Fifty Cents Jackson could
0: do it. Are you sure he's an entrepreneur? Because last time, last thing I heard, he was like bankrupt and doing a lot of coke. He- no, I don't know. I'm just kidding. No. I do it with drugs. <laughs> I'm like sick. I was going to say like taking any like gig he could like showing up so they would pay him 10 grand kind of thing.
1: Um do you know what he might have had to do that? Um I don't know if maybe you're thinking of someone else or if it was him, but he has like a line of men's suits and he's got like a mattress company and he's got like yeah, he's um who would have known like mattress company? I think that, you know what? Maybe he, maybe he was like, maybe he did like squander all of his money, but I think if that was the case, he's definitely back on track now, but I'm actually not even sure if that's the case or not. Maybe we'll do a little bit of our research into 50 cent and tell you guys next time. But yeah, he's um like either way, we're not going to do a tax podcast with a hip hop flair.
0: Never say never, Ashley. Never say never. That's a good point.
1: You're right. It's not in the works yet, but. TBD. Nobody steal our idea. Yeah. Leave that one for us, please, Mr. Jackson, Mr. Scent. (laughs) Do you remember? Okay. So, um, Renee and I, I think we've, I don't know if we've mentioned this yet or not, um, that we worked at a spa, um, a pretty famous spa in Florida during our college years. Um, and a lot of celebrities would come through to like get massages and stay there and stuff. Um, and I, I happened to be on shift when Ludacris came. And I remember asking our boss, I was like, so should I call him Luda or Mr. Cress or Mr. Bridges? And he was like, you can call him sir. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> got it. Did you actually get to talk to him? Um, no, he did not speak to me. I got to see okay. him. He, he came in, um, I think he had like just landed in his private plane. And, like, um, there was – Renee knows this, but for the rest of you, there was, like, men's and women's locker rooms that they would go, like, get robes on and all that stuff while they were waiting for their um, massage therapist. And so um, he came in with a woman and, like, I brought her to the girl's side and my colleague John um, brought – Ludicrous, Mr. Mr. Chris Bridges to the Mr. Chris, Mr. Chris, um, brought him to the guy side. So brought Sir to the guy side. So yeah, he didn't even like. He did not look at me. He did not speak to me. Like, should he have? I was the help. Who cares? Like, it's fine. I wasn't mad at him, but I did love. I did love me some ludicrous. So I was very excited. Yeah, same.
0: This is just turning into a friends podcast with a hip hop flair.
1: (laughs) It's. Just, I mean, could we have prevented it? Probably not.
0: Probably not. A
1: friend's podcast with a hip-hop flair. You're welcome. On this episode of Cribs. <laughs> okay. Well, I think we've probably exhausted everything we can yeah. say about this episode. And would you said you're really excited for the next episode. Did I even? I didn't even let you finish because I stopped you. Why are you excited for the next episode?
0: The next episode is so fun.
1: Do you know what? The next episode's actually one of my favorite. I don't yes. know why, but I I love it.
0: And I, I can't put my finger on why. I can't either. And I think it's just that they're just in a really good flow right now. Yeah. And it's just a fun – it's a fun one. And you're going to have to come back next time and hear all about it. Yeah. We'll talk about the one with the blackout.
1: The one with the blackout. Up next. See you guys then. Bye. Bye. Bye.